Welcome back to Up Late with Anna and Kate. Season 2. We just decided 10 minutes ago. We just decided that this was going to be our Season 2 premiere, so welcome. Welcome. It's fitting because it's a new year, a new era. And we just are in different mindsets. Like, I feel like we have gone through enough shit and have matured since season one so you know we're on a new vibe yeah like our old vibe was like sitting in our parents basements making calls for the health department so I feel like there was only you can only go up from there um yeah except for the paychecks we were getting no literally we're still like not thriving but I feel like season one we were like very bottom of the barrel like like, we barely had a pulse those, yeah. like, episodes. Like, we'd be so tired from what? <laughs> like, we didn't do anything. <laughs> we'd watch, like, we'd make three calls, get paid for, like, seven hours of work, and then watch Pretty Little Liars, and then be like, what a day. And we'd be like, I'm so tired. I like, know. shut up. I miss it. I miss it. So, Katie, update um, the audience. What are you up to now? Um, well, I moved into a new house. I quit my job at Star... Okay. So, I'm a certified job hopper now because I didn't intend for this to happen. Um, I quit my job at Starbucks because my manager was just like a little gremlin. Um, I had to report him a few times. And... We have beef, so I left. Um, and then I went to work for this place across the street from my old job. And it was a completely different... I don't I don't know how much I should say. Completely different from what I was doing before. Anything anyone would have expected me to do. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a very much like... There were some people that were cool, Okay. But it was a very much like I felt like high school catty girl environment. Yeah. So eventually, like two weeks out of my training that was total bullshit, um, I got pulled into a room and they asked me how I would describe myself, how my friends would describe me, and then they said, Well, people here would describe you as rude. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Um <laughs> What the fuck? So I quit and then I went to work at another place. It wasn't great. Like it was fine, but it wasn't great. Um, But I quit also because there's a lot of shit going on in my life and I'm moving. And I was like having a breakdown because I had no time to get anything done. Like I was moving my shit and then going to work one to nine. Like I, it was terrible. Yeah. (coughs) Um. And so now I'm here and I'm in my new house and I actually have time to do shit, but I don't have a job. (laughs) So I think I'm going to go back to school and try to get a master's in writing. And I'm trying to find some kind of work from home shit because clearly leaving the house doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at. Slay. (laughs) What's new with you? Um, so after working as a contact tracer, I like leaned fully into working as a production assistant. So I had a lot of work for like an era, um, where I would work on TV shows, commercials, all that kind of stuff. There was a time where I worked as a wardrobe supervisor for a tv show that's gonna be on amazon um so that was like crazy yeah that's insane Um, i never wanted to like be a wardrobe person my um career was actually about to like maybe turn down that path because i got offered to work on another show or no, a movie as a wardrobe person. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they sent me the script and it was very like 
alt-right Christian vibe. So I was like, mm, I have to turn this down because the script makes me really uncomfortable. Uh, Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that was, like, Like, it was bad. Ew. Um, So, in between working as a PA, I've been also starting to, like, edit for work, kind of. I don't really get that much work doing that. And then when I really have nothing to do, I'll just work for my grandma, um, and, like, drive her around and stuff, but I have not gotten any work since the new year, and it's really, really depressing, so I've just been working for my grandma every week, so... Hey, you're doing more than I am right now. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like... I'm still depressed that I'm living at home and, like, not really pursuing what I want to do, but it's just, like, god damn, I don't know. I can't even get myself to care anymore because I've gotten so many rejections that it doesn't even hurt anymore. I just don't care. Dude, I know. Me and, like, all my friends that I know are getting rejected from jobs that we're overqualified for, and we're like, we don't even want to fucking work. Like, yeah, like, it's jobs that I'm, like, settling for that are, like, denying me. And I'm like, no, literally, I don't, I didn't want you in the first place, you know, like, fuck. Um, and anytime I'm like, I'll just buck, I'll just like bear with it and just work and try not to care. I always, I'm still miserable. So it's like, I don't know what to do. So I'm going back to school. No, literally, it's literally like every person who is like a creative person or is trying to go into a creative field that's our age is either working a part-time or like full-time job that they hate not in their industry living at home or like working an internship for free like nobody's thriving out here but it's been like two years since we graduated so yeah at this point I'm like praying that the world ends because I'm like this can't I can't work with this yeah I don't, that's why I want to work from home. I want to, like, hide in my house and just, like, edit shit or whatever or, like, write shit. Like, that's it. But nobody, that doesn't pay. Like, I'm sick of it. Same. I'm looking for assistant editing jobs or, like, post-production assistant jobs where literally you just, like, take in the footage and like sync it up and even that is like too hard to get and I'm like please what the hell please this is like the most boring job and I can't even like compete I know I'm getting denied (sighs) for like copywriting jobs and I'm like really yeah it's so bad I don't know I like when people talk to me about it I'm like I have no advice to give you because I don't know either I ever suggest getting a master's <laughs> like it's gonna I, <laughs> I don't care about the title I just want three more years to not know what the fuck I'm doing yeah uh, so yeah what's your update in your love life none like absolutely none i um been using hinge and i hate it like i think men everywhere are just terrible mm-hmm. um or they're all fuck- fucking conservative like i'm not doing it but i'm also like i've been so uninterested in a relationship lately just because i've like thought about it legitimately like what would that look like in my life mm-hmm Uh Uh-uh, not right now. I'm a fucking disaster. It would be toxic if I dated somebody right now because I can't do that healthily right now. Yeah. Um, And I would lose my mind because I'd probably be stressed out trying to make time for that person. And I just, like, I have too much responsibility as it is right now and it's not even that much and I'm, like, buckling under it. So I'm, like, I don't want to add anything to my plate. No, literally. But I'm like, maybe in the future, but right now I'm, I used to be so obsessed with the idea of a relationship or like wanting a relationship so badly. And now I'm like, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> like, I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not like, 
worried about it anymore, I guess. But it's not like I'm avoiding it either. I just don't care. I don't care either. I'm in the same place. I Literally nothing has happened in my love life. But it's just like, even when there have been like interests in other people, it's just like, okay, if you're not going to... If this isn't real, like, I don't know, even though I'm depressed, like, living at home and in my situation, I'm too comfortable to, like, allow any, like, drama or anything that's just, like, gonna be a waste of time, like... Literally. I can just keep on, like, doing what I'm doing and just be fine. Like, I don't need... I'm not desperate by any means. No, literally, like... I think I'm like that with every relationship in my life at this point. Like, I used to be so scared of, like, being on my own. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I want to. And I have to, like, try. Like, I have to force myself to, like, reply to texts and be around people. And, like, the thought. Like, I love my friends. And, like, I don't mean this in a mean way at all. But it's, like, the thought of forming new friendships is always exhausting. Until I do it. And then it just yeah, happens. No, but, like. I completely agree. Um. Just, like, the thought of it or, like, I've just, I guess I've retreated a lot from that part of my life. I think I did that for a long time. And then I just, also being a people pleaser, it's really hard. I realize that's why I'm exhausted all the time. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. I do enjoy people, but it's, I need so much alone time now that I, like, never gave myself before. And I don't think I would get being in a relationship. Yeah. Literally same. Like, I'm not at a point in my life where I can, like, cohabitate with somebody the way I used to, like, with roommates, like, in college and stuff. Like, same room type shit. Like, I can't do it. Same. Yeah. No, I can't do it either. I, like, I need at least three, four hours a night to just, like, be by myself in my bed. Yeah, and just not speak to anybody, not text anybody, just, like, turn my brain off. Yeah, it's bad. So, yeah, we're not thriving, (laughs) as usual. I mean, it could be worse, I guess. But it, it could be worse, and it was worse. Like, we're better now. It's just, like, we're still not there yet. I know, but, like... We have time. Like, it's fine. I don't... I'm not rushing myself anymore. I'm like, what the fuck ever? I've just given up. Yeah. Oh. Any other updates before we get into our topic? Um, let me think. No, I don't think so. Do you have any? Fab. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. My life is just really stupid. So for today's episode, we decided to read um, situations posted on the Am I an Asshole thread on Reddit. Um... So Katie has some picked out, so she's going to go ahead and read them. I'm literally just picking random popular ones. I didn't really pre-plan this, but whatever. Okay, this one is, am I the asshole for expecting my boyfriend to pick me up from work during a snowstorm? (laughs) (laughs) Probably yes, honestly. I would be like, why the fuck aren't you here when I never asked? Um, <clears throat> yesterday afternoon, we got hit with a wicked storm near, near zero visibility. Plows couldn't get roads cleared fast enough. 20 minute commutes were taking over an hour. I don't drive. My boyfriend does. We live together. He doesn't work. Rich dad in, in parentheses, rich dad <laughs> just sleeps until three to 4 PM and plays video games all night after I go to bed. <laughs> My work is a 20 to 25 minute drive, mostly highway. We have an agreement that he picks me up from work on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I take the bus every morning and I bus home on Tuesdays and Thursdays. When I bus home, he has dinner ready for me. They're just sometimes frozen cooked in the oven. (laughs) It's 
It's three different bus lines, takes about 90 minutes, and an Uber is between 40 to $60. I'm not allowed my phone while I'm at work, so I get off at 5.30 to a bunch of texts from him about how Maps is estimating 51 minutes for him to get to me and how awful it is out there so he isn't coming to get me. I was annoyed but semi-understanding. He seemed apologetic and kept saying, I hope you don't hate me. This man sounds like a fucking child, but anyway. Yeah, wait, let's pause for a second. He's a stay-at-home boyfriend, and his one job (laughs) is to come pick you up from work. And he only does it three days a week and makes you do a 90-minute bus commute every morning. And he makes you, like, fucking frozen Trader Joe's meals for dinner. (laughs) Oh my god, you're raising a son. Okay. Um, okay, go ahead. She said, I stood in blizzard conditions from 545 until 620 waiting for my first bus. My legs were numb and covered in ice pellets, which then melted on the heated bus and made me soaking wet. With each connection, I grew more and more irritated until I was nothing short of livid. For my last connection, I was in the cold from 720 to 8. I didn't get home until 830. I ran myself a bubble bath, ate leftover pasta while in the bath and went to bed. It took everything in me not to lose my shit on him for leaving me to commute in a storm. Even this morning, as I left for work and he was snuggled up in bed I had to bite my tongue imagine you go through all of that and then you leave for work the next morning and your stupid worthless boyfriend is just asleep in bed and you know he's not getting out of it my jaw is dropped no baby you are not the asshole fuck that guy fuck him Wait. he's just playing video games while you're standing in the freezing cold for 40 minutes during a blizzard no, absolutely not. Okay, this is this looks like a good one. Anyway, yeah, he's the asshole for sure, and she needs to break up with him. He's just, like, worthless. Like, go live with your mom. Um, okay, this one's... And I don't even want to read the title of this one. You don't want to read the title? No. Am I the asshole for refusing to go out and celebrate my stepson's first words? (laughs) (laughs) Is that something people do now? Let's just see. My 36 male wife and... Wait, huh? (laughs) Yeah, what? Oh, okay. He is 36 male and his wife, Fran, who's 35 female, have been married for four years. We have a beautiful home and also a healthy daughter, three female, and we're doing amazing. Also, my wife has a son, Nick, 17 male. His father is out of the picture, never really was, so Nick has been part of our family since the beginning without distinction to our daughter. Nick is on the spectrum. He's nonverbal or non-speaking, as my wife says, but he has always been doing great at communicating effectively with Fran and he's doing better every day. To my understanding, i.e. what my wife tells me, Nick is able to communicate via his phone and his AAC communication device, but he is still considered nonverbal because he has a considerable difficulties with verbalization. Well, it turns out, a week ago, Nick f- said his first fully formed words. He mumbled something along the lines of, I love you. That's great, and I'm incredibly happy about it. I don't believe him. The issue is that <laughs> the issue is that my wife, who was overflowing with joy, wanted to celebrate that very same week and go out and have a fancy dinner with us, her sister, and her mother. It was a Friday night, and honestly, I didn't feel like going out, and I wasn't in the mood to celebrate, but I said, okay, sure, let's go. Just go to the dinner, dude. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, just okay, shut up go and go, but I feel like he will be the ass. I don't know, maybe. Um, he said, however, Fran thought I was in a bad mood and she kept teasing me about being grumpy because you probably fucking were. So I teased her with, well, we didn't celebrate our daughter's first words, did we? Bro! Okay, this is different, though. He he Also, that's her kid. Like, Yeah, and, like, he said that with his whole chest. Like, why? You're sad that you can't sit at home and, like, drink beer on the couch? Like, shut up. Yeah. And he said, and that started a big argument. After that, I decided not to go out to celebrate. He keeps putting celebrate in quotes. Nick's mumbled words. And I stayed home. My wife was visibly upset and the fight escalated on both sides. I pointed out who paid half of Nick's expenses. And she pointed out that she raised him by herself for more than a decade. We both said stupid. He said, we both said stupid things. What did she say that was stupid? Yeah, this is her son. 
He said, to be clear, I didn't say the celebration was stupid or unnecessary. I just pointed out it was unusual and not a traditional thing people celebrate. That's it. I think she was drowning in a glass of water and that situation was stupid and escalated out of nowhere. What was drowning in a glass of water? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean, dumbass? (laughs) It's not that crazy to not want to go out and celebrate, in quotes, isn't it? Needless to say, her entire family thinks I'm the asshole. I don't want to make this a big deal. As he wrote, like, a five-page APA format (laughs) paper on Reddit. You're a dick. You're a, like, you're a dick. But it's like, okay, you can feel however type of way you want to feel, but, like, your wife is, like, obviously really excited about it, so just go out and, like, have a good time and, like, eat dinner with her family, like. Literally. Like, oh my god, you'll survive. It's one fucking night. And maybe look at the reasons why you think it's stupid or why you don't want to just support your wife. Like, maybe you shouldn't be with her. Yeah. That, yeah, that's really weird vibes. Are these comments, like, calling them out or agreeing with them? Usually calling them out, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. This one says... (laughs) Am I the asshole for showing off my baby in front of my infertile cousin? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. Okay. I got pregnant at 17 a couple months before I graduated high school. I was subject to relentless bullying from classmates, teachers, random adults. My cousin attended the same high school as me and was in the same year and was considered popular amongst our peers. She was one of the people who bullied me the most. She was relentless and made my life miserable along with her complicit mother, my aunt, who loved to make comments too. My parents ended up falling out with them over this, so it was minimum contact for years. My life was miserable because of them, mostly, but I got through it. My then-boyfriend got a job and I did my degree online, and while working part-time, we got through it. We are now married and both have very well-paying jobs. I now have a six-year-old and another baby on the way, and I wouldn't change a thing. My parents adore their granddaughter, and her grandparents absolutely spoil her, blah, blah, blah. Our family... <laughs> shut up. Um, our families eventually made up to, to through our grandparents, though this is fairly recent, and I don't see my cousin that much as I do resent her. My cousin isn't able to get pregnant and is medically infertile. Her and her husband tried for a long time, and her husband recently left her because he wants biological kids. She is under, understandably devastated. It was my, mm-hmm. my mother's birthday, and the whole family attended and got <clears throat> then get together. I showed my mom the scans and revealed the pregnancy at the party. My mother and everyone was overjoyed. My cousin didn't say much, neither did her mom, but I thought that's fair enough. Later on, I was cuddling my daughter and being silly with her, and everyone was telling me how lovely she is and how lucky I am. My cousin got up, left, and slammed the door. Everyone said to let her sulk, so her mom took her and sa- <laughs> took her side and said I was being super insensitive and should apologize. I told her I still haven't received an apology for their abortion and slut comments, so I won't be apologizing to anyone. So she left too. I- yes, my family is divided. Wait, what was that last part? I told her I still haven't received an apology for their abortion and slut comments, so I won't be apologizing to anyone. And then she left. Wait, too. when did she say that? I don't remember. I don't think she did. But she said they'd bullied her. Oh, okay, okay. <coughs> and she said, my family is... Div- oh, from when she was pregnant, when she was, like, 17? Yeah. And she said... Okay, I see. My family is divided. Some think I should apologize to keep peace. Some say I've done nothing wrong. I think maybe she... Maybe should have been more sensitive, as I see where it could be assault in the wound, but I am unsure on apologizing. You are not the fucking asshole. Like... Yeah. And everyone agrees, too. Like... This girl, get the fuck over it. Like, people are going to be having babies your whole fucking life. What are you going to do? Like, tell them to never talk about it. You just want attention. Yeah. No, seriously. How and you're, are you're people weird. just not supposed to, like, have children then and you're, around you're, you? Like, and you're weird to be jealous of, like, your younger family member. What the fuck is wrong with you? Also, her just minding her own business and, like, being silly with her kid. Like, and they want to make it about to them. Do you. Yeah, but no, these bitches want to make it about them. Like, yeah, you sound like you'd be a great mom. 
I hate when people get bullied like that and then, like, are guilted to feel like they're the problem, too. Like, that is so sad. Or you need to be the bigger person. Says who? The person who's upset? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. The person who bullied you? Like... Yeah. Okay. Like, get the That's fuck out happen. of my face. <laughs> like, hell no. So dumb. Am I the asshole for ignoring my husband? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> for context, my husband, 26 male, works seven days a week, Monday to Friday, with his father, and Friday to Sunday with a separate client as a home care assistant. I, have, I 27 female, have a lot of anxiety about him leaving... And so we made an agreement that every two hours I could text him, ask how work was going, and this has been working fine for about three years. We've been married for four. Okay, let me stop Wait, right let's there. let's pause there. Every two hours? What are, you, what are you doing all day? What is she doing all day? And also, I'm like, what is she anxious about? That, like, something's going to happen to him or something's going to happen to her? Like, I don't know, but she needs to seek fucking help. Also, what kind of job does he have where he can reply to a text every two hours? I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, work is work. Go fuck yourself. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's why I can't do a relationship. Do not. How do you think work is going? Fuck you. <laughs> No, like, good for him for, like, putting up with that, I guess. But, like, no, that could not be me. Okay. So she said, yesterday, which was a Monday, I sent my usual morning text, only to get a nasty one in response, something along the lines of, why are you texting me? Stop bothering me while I'm at work. Go off. He's probably fucking sick of it. Okay, but I will say, if... you have been doing that for the last three years. I would be a little confused. Why? Yeah, he should have said he's like switching up. I would just never tell. I would never tell someone that's okay to begin with. Yeah. Anyway, once he got home, I tried to talk to him about it, and he got snappy with me, saying I needed to back out of his bubble a bit. And when I tried to find out what was making him upset, he told me to shut up and stop talking to him. Okay, he's a prick too. Okay, yeah. So today I did. I haven't greeted him this morning. I haven't sent my usual two-hour texts, and I've been focusing my time talking to my sister, who happened to be home from school for a snow day. Is your sister 15? Um, He's been blowing up my phone since, trying to call and text me, but I was going through... Going to remain silent until he got home from work, though I am checking my phone, just not answering. Am I the asshole? You guys just sound codependent and weird. (laughs) Yeah, you seem like you're both in the wrong, TBH. Yeah, you both just need to, like, probably break up is the answer. Is this a boyfriend or a husband? She said they've been married for three years. Like, maybe you should. Maybe you should reconsider. That's just very weird activity to me. And I know people are, like, different and have different needs. But, like, God... Mm. that's bad that's like not healthy yeah it's like going through people's phone type shit like just don't date I get into a relationship and I'm like I'm really anxious so I need to check your phone every night (laughs) before going to bed I'd be like I'm really anxious so I need you to get the fuck away from me and I need to forget (laughs) you exist for a few hours thank you Uh, yeah, I also, yeah, the switch up is, like, rude, but also, yeah, why is she? Yeah, I'm like, it sounds like something he said he was okay with in the beginning when he really fucking liked her and didn't care that it was a red flag, you know? Yeah. And then he he agreed to it, so she's not wrong to do it, and then he flips out on her when it's like he should have just told her. I don't like this arrangement anymore. It's been four years. You need to calm the fuck down. Mm. Because also, if you need to text him every two hours for four years, like, you need... So nothing's changed in that time? Like, you need help. Yeah. That's really bad. Oh, my God. I don't care about a man like that. I don't think I could. (laughs) Hello? I'm recording a podcast with Katie. Are you going to do my stuff? No. Katie, I want pasta so bad. Then make some pasta. I wanted you to make it for us. 
why would I make it for us when it's literally just two actions that you have to do? Because <laughs> you're in here and I'm in the living room watching TV. No, I'm recording a podcast episode. <laughs> How far into the podcast are you? It doesn't matter. I'm not cooking fucking pasta while I'm Fine, recording. I'll make it for myself and you can't have any. No, that's not <laughs> fair. I can do it after I'm done. Okay, do you know when you'll be done? No. Okay, do it after you're done. Okay, guys, am I the asshole? <laughs> <Here's> the situation. <laughs> Bye. You better cut it out. Cut what out? Cut that out of the podcast. I guess we'll see Katie's editing, so. Okay, guys, am I the asshole? Greta just came in and told me to make pasta for dinner because she's hungry. And I said, I can't because I'm recording an episode. And then she said that I can make the pasta while I record, which is not true because it would be very loud. Okay, can I ask a question? Yeah. Can she not boil water? No, she can. She's just watching TV. But since I'm close to the kitchen, then I guess it's my responsibility. But and she, she could walk that, all the way to your room and there is a TV in the kitchen. Yeah. And she said that if she makes the pasta instead of me, then I can't have any. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not the asshole. Okay, I found one called How to Ruin a Friendship. It's, like, pretty long. Should I read it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, one of my old <laughs> friends. <laughs> okay. How to Ruin a Friendship. I've been promising my friend to post a story for a while, but blah, blah, blah. Don't care. Okay. The beginning. I met Mr. Creeps. <laughs> huh? Oh, God. Oh, no. I met... I met Mr. Creeps about six years ago. We used to work together and got along from the first minute we met. He was funny, we shared the same interests, and it was fun to be around him. I was dating this other guy at the time, um, so I didn't think of Mr. Creeps. This is killing me. Anything more than just a friend. I knew he liked me, but I kept showing him that he's just a friend. Besides, even if I was single at the time, he wouldn't have had a chance. He's not my type. Right. After my... X and I broke up. Mr. Creeps helped me move to... <laughs> I can't get over... <laughs> Mr. Creeps helped me move to a new apartment and his obsession with me started to grow. Okay, that's your first. Yeah, no. Why are you inviting this random guy? Don't invite men to where you live. Unless you really... Yeah. Like, unless you know them. It's like, okay, I know you're probably going to be a victim, but okay. Um, it's been years and he hasn't matured or changed his likes at all. He is still holding on to things I liked when I first met him, and he even had a small notebook where he write things down, writes down things I like or say. I break he up with he him. Ha- yeah, because he thinks he will have a chance to get me if he does so. Okay, already... If you're friends with this guy and you don't want anything romantic with him and he's writing, like, in a notebook the things that you like, like, let's cut it off there. Right. He tries to copy the style of any guy I date because he hopes to get to get me this way. I removed him from my life a few months ago, but here's my collection of the top two weirdest stories about him. Story number one, groceries. We lived a block away from each other, so it would take me five minutes to walk to his house. One day I was sick and I wanted to make myself a breakfast. I ran out of eggs and I hit him up asking to bring me two eggs so I didn't have to drive to the store. He came to my house 30 minutes later with two bags full of groceries and freaking flowers. He got me a dozen of eggs, bacon, cheese, and other stuff. I felt incredibly uncomfortable because I didn't want him to spend money on me. I have groceries, and I just needed eggs. I asked him to take that away or keep the groceries to himself. He refused to do so. I asked why he gave me flowers. I'm allergic to them. He said something about trying to be romantic and blah, 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 without even considering my allergic reaction to them. 
He still wanted me to keep them and really wasn't getting why I refused to do so. When I politely hinted it's time for him to go, he got he got upset because he hoped we could cook breakfast together. And I and direct quote, I have been imagining this. Hold on. Sorry. I have been imagining this on my way here. Just think about it. You, me, cooking together alone. No, Doesn't no. it sound fun? No, girl. You need to call the police. You need to call Chris Hansen. Like, you... No. 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 Like, he's gonna kill you. She said, no, Mr. Creeps, it doesn't. I once again told him I'm not interested. And I feel uncomfortable with him being so pushy. I asked him to leave and made him take his groceries with him. He left, but he ended up throwing everything away on his way back home. Oh, my God. I hate Ooh. sore losers like that. Like, oh, I don't give a fuck. <sighs> also, okay. like, if you ask somebody to leave your home and they get mad, you need to get the fuck away from them. Yeah. Like... Don't invite people. It's not her fault, but do not invite people into your house. Don't be not. Don't do anything for the sake of being nice if it doesn't feel right. So I, I guess the background is that they were like friends, though, not just like co-workers. Yeah, that's true. Men just suck. Men just suck. It's just like for me personally, it would have stopped with like what? Like, even the flowers, I feel like it would have stopped for me there. I would be oh, like, yeah. because okay, I'm never point, speaking to this person again. Yeah, because I'd be like, oh, they don't see me as a human. <laughs> like, no, literally. Okay, this is the second story in this in this post. Story two, strip club. You're oh probably God. wondering why I was still friends with Mr. Creeps if I felt so I uncomfortable am. being around him. Yeah, I, okay. I'm not gonna lie, girl. <laughs> I'm a bit curious. <laughs> Thanks for addressing that. She said, well, I have a few <laughs> She said, well, I have a few reasons. Number one, I felt sorry for him. He doesn't have a family. Nobody wants to be friends with him. That's a red flag. That's because not even, his family doesn't even like him. Like, come on. <laughs> Almost everyone I know strongly dislikes him. Okay, I get it, but it's like that's a red flag. Okay. He was lonely and I felt like his inability of being normal was cause of it. So I hoped if I talked to him, he would become more social. Uh, However, honey, you can't fix him. Worse. Let this be a lesson for everyone. You cannot fix him. <laughs> Number two, he was there for me during the worst time of my life. And I didn't want to abandon him because I felt guilty for even thinking about it. I mean, I get it. I do get it, and I would totally have probably put myself in this situation when I was, like, 19, but, like... True, yeah. Um, I guess we don't know how old she is. Um, I just okay, hate men so, so much. <laughs> like, I don't really... No, got, but, okay. But about a year ago, I started thinking about ending our friendship because his social behavior has been getting progressively worse. Mm. It's been getting to the point everyone, even our colleagues. Okay, so they're still, I guess they were still working together during this time. Um, we're complaining about him. Some people even claimed he has a serial killer vibe. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like it. He had a birthday last spring and I decided. So he's a Pisces. That's, she should have led with that. <laughs> and I decided to take him to a strip club. Girl. Wow. Um. It was his first time going there. So I wanted to buy him a lap dance as a B-Day present. Plus, I was hoping that if he switches his attention to the naked girls, he would leave me alone and end his attempts of getting together with me. So we had a few drinks prior to entering the strip club, and I told him to pick any stripper he wants. It took him a while, but he finally chose one. And guess what? It happened to be the one which had similar features to me. No. Same oh. hair color. Same height. Even our piercings and tattoos were similar. I paid for the lap dance, but 30 seconds later, he ended up squeezing her ass and biting her tits. <gasps> she, she slapped him, and we ended up getting kicked out. Biting. Ew. Oh my god. 
Oh, that's gross. On our way back home, he kept telling me how much he loves me and wants me, and he thinks of me as the epitome of a perfect and most beautiful woman, and he tried to make a move on me, but I pushed him away. And this is when he vomited near me. Jesus Christ. Oh. The next day, he sent me a love poem he spent all night writing, but at that point, I was done with him. I moved to a new place, found a new job, switched my phone number, and forbid our mutual friends telling him my new contact contact info. There were a lot of other stories about Mr. Creeps, but it would take too many hours to read them, so I decided to just tell y'all two that creeped me out the most. Am I a bad person? Thank you for listening. No, girl, you're a victim. Like, you're a full victim. (laughs) Like, you need to report this person to the police. It's just like, I feel like this is so common, where it, like, gets to this point, where, like... I don't know. I know. Actually, I deleted my hinge last night because you'll know what I'm talking about. So, like, um, actually, I'll just read it to you. Like, there's little things that guys will say that are not, it's like a way they talk or things they'll say where I'm like, I don't, something about you I don't like. Like, um, mm-hmm. I was messaging this guy and he kept saying my name constantly and I don't like that. Like I hate that. Yeah. Like, he said Katie with a bunch of A's on a picture of mine. So I said, what's up? And he said, oh, you know, day off of work and it's gross out. So just nerding it up. And then Ew. I said, okay. See, like, automatic, like, automatic block no, for I was me. Like, I was literally just, like, bored. So I was like, I'll see where this goes. But I knew he was, like, yeah. weird. Weird. So I said, oh, I'm just trying to get out of bed. And he said, do you have to, though? I'm sure you're all comfy and cozy and warm. Katie. <laughs> no. Um, and then, what, let's see. He just kept saying things way too enthusiastically and, like, whatever. It was, like, a performance. Um, and then he said, so Katie, in all caps, and he said, you ever met anyone off of here before? And I said, when I lived in Chicago. And he said, hey, that's where I'm from. Why'd you move here? And I said, more, affor- I said, more affordable, essentially. Um, and then, of course, he's from the suburbs. Um, and he was like, he said he had some wild stories about um, meeting people from Hinge. And he said... The wildest I'd rather tell in person. It's just easier. And I didn't say anything. And then I think the conversation moved on. And then he started telling me about his, like, craziest Tinder or Hinge whatever meetup. Mind you, let me say, in his profile, it literally says, like, he literally is bragging about the money he has. And he's like, I want to travel everywhere. Like, I have money. Let's go. Blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. Um... And he was like, was this lady I met off of here? She was cool. I liked her. We had a good time. Hung out for a few weeks. Then, in all caps, she said for our one month anniversary of us just hanging out, she wanted me to buy her a 6K purse. I don't believe that for one second. Or he, like, threw her his money in her face or made it seem like they were dating because he was probably acting as obsessed with her as he was with me. Yeah. And he said, I have no problem spoiling a chick I'm into, but that's fucking nuts. Um, okay. And he said, and to be fair, she did say on her profile, her love language was material things, but I definitely thought she was just messing around. Why would you think she was kidding? Yeah. Um, but I was telling, he asked where I work and I said, I'm not right now. And he said, well, that just means you have more time to hang out. I swear they will take every little detail and, like, turn it into something creepy. And let me... Okay, so he said, how long have you been in Michigan? I ghosted him at that point. I was like, I don't care. I'm not replying. And then later that night after I, like, paused my profile so nobody can, like, see it anymore, but I can reactivate it if I want to, he said, oh, no, Mm -hmm. bored, bored of me already, Katie. What the, wait, can he see that? I don't know. Or it was just super weird timing or it was because I hadn't replied to him. That's so creepy. It's creepy. Like, I... 
You know, like, I know when, oh, he's not political. All right. He's also, <laughs> he's also 31. Like, how are you fucking weird and you don't vote? Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad dragging people like that. Cause don't be fucking weird. I already know that you're going to be like creepy when we meet up if we ever did, which I never would. But like. I, and, like, she, like, that story about this girl, like, he, no, he probably just wanted to act like he had money, which, baby, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, okay. And? Like, I don't care. He's, and, like, I think on his profile, he's like, I want to spoil someone, I want to take them to travel with me, and I'm like, wait till he finds out I lived in Europe. Like, (laughs) fuck off. I had, like, a... This guy friend one time that we would, like, talk about random stories like this, like, dating account... Like, dating app encounters and stuff like that. And he was like, I'll always be on the man's side, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, guys are misunderstood. And I'm like... Women are murdered. Women are murdered. I was like, even if it's... I don't know. I was just like, there's no way. Also, have they ever tried to understand women? They've just, like, called us whores forever. Used us. You know. Like... So, fuck you. No, I'm not trying to understand. I do understand, and it's you guys are the issue, but you don't want to hear it. No, it's like, I understand you better than you understand how men work. Like, trust me on that. I know. (sighs) Anyway, yeah, that's really creepy. Okay, I found one that's, like, shorter. It'll be my last one I'll read, I think. Okay. Uh, Am I the asshole for laughing at the bride and groom on their wedding day? <laughs> I just love the titles. Like, I love it. My friend got <laughs> married on February 25th and my husband and I attended the wedding. She got married in a church and her wedding was great. Right after her wedding was a party at a hotel close to the church. 20 minutes after my husband and I arrived at the hotel for the party, the bride's dad needed to tell everyone there that the bride and groom were at a hotel, but they are trapped in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. There was silence and I started laughing. Queen. I didn't know what to say, but I thought it was funny. They were trapped in the elevator. Two hours later, and they they finally got out. The next day, my friend texted me. She heard I was laughing at her and her husband on the elevator and thought it was rude. She told me she was panicking because she's claustrophobic. I haven't spoken to her since then. Now I'm wondering if I shouldn't have laughed. Edit, I didn't know she was claustrophobic. I tried to contact her, but got no response. Okay, I do have a few things to say here. I would laugh too. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. She didn't know you were claustrophobic, bitch. And also, if you just got married and you're on your honeymoon and you're worried about your friend laughing at an irrelevant situation, like, fuck off. Yeah. Not that She didn't know that you were claustrophobic, like... What would you want her to do? Be like, no, oh my god, like, they're in an elevator, they're not dying. Yeah, everybody who's been trapped in an elevator, like, gets out eventually. Mm -hmm. It's not that serious. Unless you do have claustrophobia, then, like, okay, but who knows that? And who told her that she laughed? They didn't have to say anything. I'm mad at whoever told them that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? Like, oh my god. All right, this is pretty short. Um, It'll be my last one, too. Okay, the title is, I don't want to share my Wi-Fi to my flatmates. I already agree. (laughs) Am I an asshole if I don't want... I feel like roommate stuff is, like, it's usually pretty clear who's in the wrong. Um, Am I an asshole if I don't want to share my Wi-Fi to my roommates? I recently bought a prepaid wi-fi for me to use during this quarantine for some reason all of these ones i'm seeing were from three years ago i have two flatmates we were all girls before i had it i was using a data plan for me to access the internet because of the slow connection i decided to buy a prepaid wi-fi modem with my own (laughs) money without telling them okay 
well, what Wi-Fi were they using? Right. Okay. Now that it's here, I'm troubled because I could sense their annoyance because I don't tell them or share it. I never announced it to them, but because of its size and the paper bag that it comes with, it has the logo. <laughs> <laughs> it has the logo of the said network with the picture of the Wi-Fi modem. I think they know. <laughs> I believe they bought a prepaid pocket Wi-Fi. Okay, I'm feeling like this is British, so I'm not understanding. Right, um, I'm like, yeah, so they're factor that in. Okay, I believe they bought a prepaid pocket Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi modem has faster connection than pocket Wi-Fi before, but they didn't share it with me. I'm not using this as an excuse to not share mine to them. I just don't want anyone to share a connection with me because I download TV shows and movies in, in Netflix, watch YouTube, download mangas too, etc. Essentially, I believe that I am a heavy internet user. I don't want to be interrupted. I know it sounds like I am rationalizing. Part of my conscience is telling me I'm selfish and that I'm finding validations for my actions here. I could really feel feel their annoyance with me because of it. Help me. Am I an asshole for doing this? You are fucking annoying. Like, bitch, I have one internet router in a house where we're all using, like, a million... I'm recording a podcast right now while they're, like, watching a movie and we're all on our phones. Like... Yeah. And I'm on my TV. Like, calm down. I don't know. that I would be annoyed. But also, I don't think the situation itself is that relevant. But, like, I'd just... That's annoying. I just, all of my roommate situations have been just, like, very transparent, where it's like, hey, we need Wi-Fi for the house, okay, let's all pitch in and get Wi-Fi and we split it, like, every month. Probably saving you all money, like, I don't get it. Yeah, for real. So, I guess... With roommate situations, I'm like, if there's a question of whether you should do it or not, just bring it up to your roommates and have a discussion about it. Right. So, yeah, I would say that this person is low-key an asshole. Like, I get the, like, not wanting slower internet, but, like... I feel like they know they're an asshole if they're, like, asking and justifying it. Like, Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I, I hate situations like that. Like, why even create the situation? I don't know. Just talk to your roommates. Like, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it either. Let's I love judging soon. people's situations. God, me too. I love judging. Maybe we should have a whole... Like, we'll we'll figure it out. I love judging because I'm like... I feel like my morals and values are the right ones. No, because I'm always, like, we're always right. So it's like, I love talking about things because it's not talking shit when you're right. No, literally. It's like, also, if you're going to ask us what we think, like, this is what we think. Right. Like, I don't understand. Okay, well, um, we have recorded some episodes already that we're most likely going to post. But yeah, welcome to season two, and let's hope that we actually are on top of it um, this season. We better be, because we both aren't working, so what what excuse do we have? Okay. If you have any recommendations or anything you want to hear from us, let us know at our Instagram at uplate with Ann and Kate. All right. And yeah. See you guys soon. See ya. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.